Well, like it or not, this NBA in-season tournament is really cooking here, and LeBron James has a chance to add to his legacy. Yes, I said it. We don't want to – we're reluctant to, you know, think this in-season tournament is anything but some kind of marketing strategy or something by the NBA, but here's the bottom line. The players care. Yeah. The players care. LeBron cares. And is it going to be like the top of his Hall of Fame induction speech? Of course not. Is it going to be another thing if they win this inaugural in-season tournament? It will be another thing. If I could just advise LeBron, and when he talks about his legacy moving forward or anybody who's a huge fan of LeBron, do not put this in his legacy. Keep it as far (laughs) as possible from his legacy because it reads... Uh, I can't win an NBA title, so I got to win this in-season He's tournament. He's won four NBA titles. But of re- course he I can't can win, win NBA titles. But I can't win anymore, so I have to make this thing into a big thing because... I'm kind of washed. Actually, he's not. He looks amazing. Yeah, washed. He's still one of the best but players he's in the basically, league. It almost feels like you're conceding that you're not going to win the NBA title this year, so let's put all our eggs into this in-season tournament basket. What? All the eggs? I don't understand where this is coming from. He's competing in it just like everyone yeah. else, and they're doing it in a way that they've gotten to the semifinals now. They just beat... You don't think the Suns wanted to win that game last night? Well, I don't even know. Listen, the only goal for an NBA player is to win the NBA title, right? That's the way it should be. And why are they playing LeBron 40 minutes in this meaningless game? Because I think that they're taking this seriously. Right, which is a long-term mistake because they need LeBron in June. Okay, they definitely do, but that's the fans' perspective, right? The fans' perspective is they're making a mistake or that this is somehow, like, not... As meaningful, of course it's not as meaningful as the Larry O'Brien trophy. This is new. It's the first time. But don't we have to wake up and see that the players are taking it seriously? I'm they not, care. Yeah, they're taking it seriously. But honestly, the fan. I think what you said is important. Fans don't care because they know that in the NBA, all that matters is winning the NBA championship. So if nobody's saying, oh, Jokic is losing it because they're not, Denver's not in this thing. They expect Jokic should be back in June. That's by far the more important thing. It That's definitely not, is. In fact, a, they, you don't even compare the two. It definitely is, but I just hate how this is being denigrated. Like, you're lame if you yeah. think that this in-season tournament is cool, like the players. Like, like LeBron is lame somehow yeah. if he's trying to win this thing because it's not the NBA title. Well, it's the thing in front of you. There's something to be won right now. There's a prize sitting there that's going to be won on Saturday night or Thursday is the semifinals, and then Saturday is the final. To to not try to win that thing that's right here, that's the loser energy. The loser energy isn't winning it and feeling good about yourself for winning something. The loser energy is not winning it, and I don't understand why? This is crazy to me. But every day, every Tuesday, every Thursday, every Monday, whatever, they have a game sitting there. Like, So there's a game against the Thunder right in front of you. Do you care if LeBron wins that game? Of course not. Okay. It's completely irrelevant. It's a regular season. Well, that's where I think you got to give credit to the NBA. I know it's hard for us to give credit to sports leagues, but it has made these early games relevant to the players. The fans, listen... Hasn't won everybody over. I know EJ's a big fan, but like it hasn't won over the hearts and minds, if you will, of the sports fans. Like a Thursday night Steelers Patriots game, as awful as that is, I'm sure we'll probably do better than this in season. Do better. Blow it out of the water. But here's the thing I think that we have to wake up and smell this that the players actually give a crap. And that should matter because ultimately, legacies, Perloff, 
are about what the fans think of a player, but also what players think about players. You realize what you're saying is the players don't give a crap about normal regular season games. That's a problem. Yeah. You think? Okay, so they're doing this, something to this change highlights it. A big, this actually is not making the problem better. It's just accentuating how bad the problem is. And the fact that the media keeps telling us that how important this is speaks to me. Oh, like, oh, this must not be important because otherwise it would just catch on organically. <laughs> well, this- Obviously, the fact that everyone's <laughs> forcing it down my throat means, oh, this okay. is a totally flawed product. Honestly, though, it's hard to just say the media. Whatever. There are so many people. You and EJ. Who I'll go with you and EJ. I'll go with Maggie Gray and EJ Stewart but, telling me this is so important to me. Oh, okay. So this is totally irrelevant and everyone's trying to sell it to me. Um, I was literally listening to Tony Kornheiser yesterday say, I still have no idea what the rules are, what the format is. Like, not everybody is selling this, you know? Not everybody is trying to put the NBA over on this in season tournament. But that, to me, just doesn't matter. This isn't a media story. This is a player's story. And the players care. And LeBron cares and wants to win this. At least that's what he's saying. And we're going to play some sound for you in a minute. And it's like, wow, what a loser. He cares about this. I'm telling you guys, and I hate to do it, but I'm going to do it. If it was Michael Jordan in here and he was maniacally trying to win the inaugural in-season tournament, everyone would be like, what a badass. That's I, MJ. I, he no one can no one can beat him in a in a game of tiddlywinks and also this in-season tournament. And it would add another like level to his lore and the mythology. Whereas LeBron's a loser if he wants to win. This. I, it makes I, no sense. I think you're mistaking apathy for actually denigrating LeBron. Uh, okay. I think most people don't really care and realize that. LeBron is actually, it's almost an insult to LeBron to add this to his legacy. It's almost an insult to LeBron to saying this is the best that he can achieve this season because LeBron's playing so well. Hey, maybe this is a Lakers championship team. That's interesting to me. This in-season tournament means nothing to me. Okay, but Perloff, we have months to do are the Lakers a championship team. We will do that conversation. They went to the Western Conference Finals last year. It's not like they're sitting there at the top of the lottery. So they can win this tournament, and it's not going to register at all with me. I do not care. I'm I'm being serious. I really don't care. I'm not watching Saturday night. There's no way I'm watching. What what time is the game? 8.30 on Saturday night. The say it's the Lakers, the Lakers, yeah. Bucks, no. Lakers, Bucks, LeBron, Giannis. And it's it a regular season. No, on a Saturday night watching a regular. If there was, I mean, I I don't know what's left. Army Navy's on Saturday. I'll yeah. watch college football. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch. Noon. Is there an NFL game this Saturday? When does that start? Uh, Whatever that starts, starts, I'm all in on that. There's no. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, but and well, I do feel like I'm getting sold to. I really do feel that. If it's so great, you. then okay. why can't I just enjoy it at my own pace? Well, that's also your choice to consume this being sold to you, right? It's like. If you can go watch your 50th episode of Naked and Afraid or Naked yeah. Alaska or whatever these shows. Alone. It's oh. called Alone. <laughs> Naked Alone, Afraid in Alaska. And you can go choose to do that. Like, you can't blame them for trying to market what they're doing because it's the first time they're doing it. And you got to create a little bit of the buzz. Why do you think the courts look so stupid? Like, I might not like it, but I also can't say it's not working because the players seem to care. Well, who cares what the players care about? You're <laughs> saying mean? they don't care about the regular season, so you're saying they don't care about the other games? No. Isn't that a bigger indictment out of this story? You're Listen. saying, okay, we're in the early December, and all of a sudden the players care, and this is noteworthy. Oh my That's gosh. a problem. Perloff, they had to change the load management rules. Like, they, they are acknowledging, the NBA is acknowledging, we got a problem here, that right. a lot of our games don't matter. College basketball has a similar thing. Hockey is a similar thing. Like, everyone's going through it who has these long seasons. Baseball, this war got lost a long time ago with baseball. You can check out for a whole month and then come back and still be in it with your team. But, like... Then why are we paying attention to the regular season at all? Because of this? They put a carrot out here. 
And like, let's listen to LeBron. Okay, so here is, let's play cut nine. This is why the in-season tournament matters to him. I mean, you got some of the most alpha male competitors in the world. And if you give us an opportunity to play for something, something meaningful, um, with an incentive, then you'll get what you're getting. Um, so, um, and I know the competitive nature of myself. I know the competitive nature of this guy next to me and our DNA that we're trying to build for this team. Yeah, that's enough. Well, I think he saved himself with built for this team because the if you follow that logic out, that means after Saturday, which will be like December 10th, yeah. we can actually go uh, go on a nap until April 22nd. <laughs> you want so, a nap anyway. In, so he just basically said a regular season game, there's no incentive there. Which is a huge problem for the NBA, and this it's funny, this in-season tournament actually accentuates why an NBA regular season is so meaningless. Right, but at least they're not just sitting back and sitting by and being like, you know what, it's meaningless, so we're just going to sit here and everyone just pay attention to football and we're not even going to bother you until after Christmas wow. or whatever. And instead, they're trying to do something about it. Like, yeah. why, why does that make them... Why does that make it lame? Like, why Why does that make LeBron... Because it waters down the rest of the regular season, which you thought could not be watered down anymore. <laughs> and now they found a way to actually water it down even more, which is actually impressive by Adam Silver. I would have thought there was nothing more meaningless than the NBA regular season. And they found a way to prove to me, yes, this regular season is even less meaningful than last regular season. Let's hear more from LeBron uh, talking about the in-season tournament. It's a great stage for players. Um, the in-season tournament is what it is. And we have an opportunity to, you know, play on a big stage, be on national television, be able to represent our families and represent our, our cities and communities where we come from. All right. Well, I don't know how much the James family is feeling a lot of pride off of this. But listen, whatever. It's something that matters. It's cool. And again, if Michael Jordan was out here and he was like stunting on people trying to win the in-season tournament, now all of a sudden it'd be awesome. Now all of a sudden it would mean something. But no. Because LeBron is a little bit corny and he's been around for so long. By the way, still playing at a super high level. Now it can't be cool because if LeBron, if it's not a championship and it's LeBron, it might as well not matter. So you're saying, you're, you're probably right. I, I think if this was around for the in-season tournament when Michael Jordan was playing, they'd be like the big shot at North Carolina when he hit that shot over <laughs> Brian Russell and when he beat the Pacers in the regular <laughs> in-season tournament. He might Come be Giannis on. in the in-season tournament. Come, oh, who cares? And if the Nuggets go on to win again this season, no one's going to say, oh, this is the year the Lakers won the in-season tournament. It should be about the ring. And the fact that they're even watering that down is amazing to me. The NBA is trying to do this admirable thing, but they're actually, in a way, making us all realize, oh, my gosh, we have – Five months of complete irrelevance. Well, we knew that already. And well, at least you could pretend there was something going on yeah, in the regular season. Yeah, that's a great season. thing for a business to do. Just put your head in the sand and pretend all your problems are going to go away. It's not going to happen. And I love this. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You are welcome to weigh in uh, on this. And whether you think that this is, does it add to LeBron's legacy? Is it the same as a championship? I'm not arguing that. Of course it's not. Okay, I'll ask you point blank. It, it sounds like you support this in-season tournament. Are you going to watch, if you can only watch one, I know you obviously can watch two, you have two yeah. screens. Yeah. If you can only watch one, the NBA in-season tournament semifinals on Thursday night or the Patriots-Steelers, one of the worst matchups in NFL history. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it's it's close. <laughs> okay. Which are you watching? You know, I might, if it's Giannis versus LeBron, yeah. we're talking about, so those are two different days. Thursday's the semifinals. Right, right, right. 
Uh, so Le- actually, LeBron versus Zion, it's pretty awesome. LeBron versus Zion, Pelicans. I know you can't. I'll watch, you can't turn off a Pelicans. No, I watch any regular season Pelicans game. But I, I got to tell you, I think that Patriots Steelers game is more compelling because it's actually since the Steelers don't have a quarterback and the Patriots don't have a quarterback and the Steelers are in the playoff picture and they're one of these legacy franchises. There's weirdly an urgency to that because that's the NFL. Everything is important where the NBA, they have to concoct something to make it important. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Well, what will I watch on Thursday? Tough because I, I feel like I know what's going to happen. Even with Mitchell Trubisky, I think that the Steelers are going to kick the Patriots ass because I think the Patriots are trying to, I think they're, Writing's on the wall here. Not that Belichick's trying to tank, but, like, they're terrible. Vibes are off. Like, everything's bad. Whereas the Steelers are really trying to win. Every single Patriots game is 10-7. It's not going to be an <laughs> ass-kicking. It's going to be 9-3. <laughs> really it's 9-3. I, like, yeah. there's no... And this, you think Wait the Steelers are going to go? This isn't about the Steelers right now. We're not talking about that see, crappy see game. See what I did to you? I know. You got me talking about football, and I took I took that bait. EJ? I would never watch that Steelers Patriots game. Give me a break. So this is hard because it's I our think, job. Think, our job yeah. is to keep it tabs on the NFL. It's the biggest thing that we have. I so, if so you're we're speaking if I was as fans. We're speaking as fans. Yeah. If yeah. I was just a fan, I probably I would watch the basketball. I'm not going to watch this crappy football game. As a person who has to do the show every day, I have to watch the football. I, I really do think that when we talk about what people watch and what they don't watch, first of all, yes, people love the NFL. People love the NFL more than the NBA. But I think that we need to also talk about the gambling aspect and why that also yeah. inflates the NFL's numbers. The NBA is not the gambling sport the NFL is. So yeah. when we say, how come Jaguars, Bengals with backup quarterbacks is getting these great ratings? How come the Steelers and Patriots somehow get these great ratings over right. the NBA? A lot of it is gambling. I think so. And everyone I, had, everyone had Bengals plus eight yeah, and a half Yeah, because I mean, yeah. There are a lot of people who also are aren't going to watch or pay attention to those games because you're saying they matter. Pro off they this this no, this no. Steelers Patriots game does not matter. I totally break. disagree with you. Uh, I do think gambling and fantasy football as well right. adds to it. But the fact that it's such a short season that game meant so much to the playoff standings. I, I think it's the length of season more than the gambling aspect. But like this- it was a huge game that had a major impact. Right, no, but oh, you're talking about the Jaguars. I'm talking about the, I'm talking the about Jaguars the and the Bengals. The Bengals are back. I'm talking about that crappy backup quarterbacks. Right. Even this game has big implications because Trubisky's terrible. So because of the length of the season is really the main thing. Every game means so much in the NFL. This game means a ton. The Steelers are, what, the five seed right okay, now. But that's, but who, see, no, see, the Steelers going to win anything. But see, to me, though, like, we already know this, right? We know that the NFL is 17 games now. We know that basketball is 82. Yeah. There's nothing we can do to change that because if bas- if football players played 82 games, they'd all their brains would be mush. Like, they, they just they shouldn't be playing 17, they, so why let you- alone more. There's So that those are facts that can't change. So the fact that the NBA is trying to do something to zhuzh up and jazz up the regular season and the players are into it, even when we clown around and say, oh, the the basketball players, like $500,000, they basically blow their nose with 500 grand, right? It doesn't mean a lot to guys if you're making 36 million in a year or more. But the fact is they actually are caring about it. And money aside, it's like more, it seems like more of a pride thing and they're just competitive dudes. So why not at least try? And it appears that LeBron cares. And the other thing is, it's wild to me that, like, it almost seems like, of course, LeBron would win the first one. Right. The guy's almost 40. <laughs> like, that part of it is crazy, too, because you know Giannis is going to be trying to win. Well, it, also, LeBron, if you saw the end of last night's game, has the officials with him, too. Uh, the foul <laughs> call on a loose ball situation. No, tie, a fake time, time, a time, a fake out, time right. out when yeah. the ball is dribble is falling loose out ball. of bounds, whatever. No uh, one had possession of the ball. They were able to call a timeout. Frank Vogel lost it. Then I had to remember that Frank Vogel was the Suns coach. 
like, <laughs> yeah, why is Frank Vogel losing? It's like, all right, because he doesn't I know. come to see me anymore. I was like, yeah, the Pacers are in the other <laughs> bracket. Why is Frank Vogel mad? Yes, he's the Suns coach. Somehow three three Frank Vogel teams were involved. <laughs> I know. What, that's situation. his legacy. Yeah. Uh, okay, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We've gotten some great feedback in the chat, both chats, youtube.com slash Radio, twitch.tv slash Radio. where I can't say this guy who changed his name in the chat to the two curse words that I dropped last week yeah. because if I say it again, Pete's going to have to dump it again. So good morning to you, unnamed sir. Maybe call, him, maybe call him DT. DT. Okay. Today's million dollar idea, loser energy drink for when you just don't care. <laughs> we were talking about loser energy. <laughs> How about loser energy drink? It's so good. Also, he said naked, alone, and afraid last Friday night for me. Oh, nice. I know. Oh, wait, not or- the show. You mean he was actually <laughs> naked and alone and afraid. Okay, I misunderstood. <laughs> to which our very own Andrew Kaplan replied, feels like that's every night for you. Burn. Mm. <laughs> Oh. Listen, you come in the chat, you think you can drop oh, something. Chat be here. <laughs> there may need to be a power ranking for meanest people on this show. Because we, we keep talking about Bogish as being, you know, power ranked number one. But Kaplan is sneaky. Oof. He's a sneaky one in there. He, I know, Maggie, in the, we were texting in the group chat. You were saying you're, you're pretty high on those rankings. I mean, I'd like to enter my name into the list. But Kaplan <laughs> will get you with a meme. Oh, yeah. Like, he'll Photoshop you. And that, in some way, that's more... That's more diabolical, really, because there's a level of creativity. I mean, you, you can use, use your words or text. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. But we can actually create art I know. for your hate. It's, everything's like something. a crying Jordan meme for him. It's just like that. It's that <laughs> level of disrespect. It's amazing. 855-212-4CBS. Is LeBron lame for caring about the in-season tournament? Or is this great? You're the best, you know, I can't say best player in the league. You have the most distinguished player in the league. Cares about this. And is trying to win it. 855 212 cbs Get it going with basketball. We do have a lot of football to get to today. Don't worry about that. So much to do. So glad to have you. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. You know, there are certain things that I know will get under Maggie's skin. What's that? Jordan LeBron stuff can immediately get you angry on a phone call. Um, I can't say I get angry about it. Yeah, I don't just it's not fair, but it's the it's the Jordan it will people raise your who are ire. so are who are just so dismissive. Yes. It's it's, it's the conda it's the condescension right. that happens from the Jordan folks. Like I'm willing I know Jordan is yeah. great. I want to talk about how great he is. It's just the fact that LeBron is like basically outer space compared to Jordan, like that doesn't make sense. Do you know when you're fighting if you have kids, you're fighting your little kid and you Put your uh, and they're swinging wildly yeah. at you, and you put your hand on their head and keep it. That's what the LeBron, yes, right. <laughs> Jordan people feel very dismissive. You're right. Yeah, and like the arg- a lot of the arguments I feel like that the Jordan people use don't like hold up under an intense, a more intense look or scrutiny. Yeah, and like the only thing you have to say is like, well, he never lost in the finals. Like, well, yeah, we that doesn't matter with Tom Brady. Yeah, nobody the, seems to care. The man could fly and he never missed a last second shot. There's no even need <laughs> right, to make right. a case. So. <laughs> the I got a similar energy in the break before the show. I said, you know, the Eagles should really consider load managing for this Dallas Cowboys game on Sunday. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. I, well, it makes perfect sense. Why do you load manage so you can play better in the playoffs? This is a game the Eagles are going to get trounced in anyway. Why are you wasting all your resources? Jalen Hurts has to get healthy. Dallas Goddard has to get healthy. Lane Johnson can never stay healthy. I don't know what's going on with the defense, but those guys need rest. They look 
washed. Perloff, wait a minute. So why are you going to waste all that and then you're going to lose in Dallas anyway? I'd rather just put out the backups, get killed, and then be strong and ready for the playoffs. You know what? This is the epitome of loser energy drink. Is that what's in your cup this morning? Because why would you be load managing when you still have one, two, three, you still have five games to go. You load manage when you're playing the Arizona Cardinals and the New York Giants at the end of the season when it means nothing and you've already wrapped up the NFC East. You don't do it against Dallas in the biggest game of the year where you can still win and get home field advantage. I just think that it's no sense. It's I think the Eagles have some real health related issues. And I'm not alone. Do we have uh, the NFL network sound of David Carr, fine analyst, uh, sort of (laughs) taking it to the next level? I think that when you look at this team, you have to have a serious conversation if you're Philly. And you have to really say, is it better for us to play Marcus Mariota right now and let Jalen get really? fully healthy? Ooh. Because I would argue that it does not matter if you're the number one seed. Because if the 49ers come into Philly again, <laughs> they do not care. <laughs> they do not care. If raining in Philly doesn't matter. Okay, so what David Carr is giving you a backhanded compliment right there, right? Because he's like... He's basically saying you shouldn't try to win this game because you're losing anyway to the 49ers and nothing matters. Like, no, you no. don't think that. But he's saying, no, we got to get healthy. He's saying that team has to get healthier. You could see they were hobbling around. Jalen Hurts had left the game with a concussion. Jalen Hurts is wearing a massive knee brace. I think he's still wearing the brace. There's injuries all over the team. They need rest to get healthy. That is very clear. Okay, but why? This is, okay. You can rest or you can entertain this. After this Dallas game, but do you this understand? is part of your push here. Do, you, do yeah. you think that you could go to San Francisco in the playoffs and beat them? Maybe, yes, because but, I think San Francisco has trouble staying healthy. But also, too, <laughs> I, I am telling you right now, Maggie, as this game right now, a, a 80% Eagles are not going into Dallas and winning this game. So you're coming away with an L anyway. It's just the way the schedule falls. Why even play? Honestly, like this is the the this is the college football playoff, you know, a example from why even play the games? Like, do you understand load management? The point of load management I, is to win in the playoffs. The point of load management is the regular season is just the regular okay. season. So you got to make sure you are strong and ready for the playoffs. But, but Pearl, well, here's I'm a question. Co- I'm confused though. Like we just had a conversation about how load management is bad for the NBA, yeah. and yet here you're suggesting that your oh. Eagles should load manage your way through the biggest game of the season. It is bad for the NBA, but I'm a Sixers fan, and I want Joel Embiid to play. 45 games this year. I do not want to see him on the court. I I am a strong advocate of you should load manage if you want to win in the playoffs. So, so I'm curious, like the NFL, are they going to look at that too? I think you guys overrate. The regular season doesn't mean that much. This, this is a, game, a postseason tournament. This game is for first place in your division and potentially first place and home field advantage. Here, here's a question for you. If you, say you sat Jalen Hurts and he right, was actually he's not healthy. Okay, well he came back into the game after he had a concussion, so maybe the Eagles themselves should look themselves in the mirror and wonder why did he get put back in a game that you were losing by right. three scores when he had no business being there. So clearly they don't give a crap about load management, or else he never would have come back in that game. Shocked that they put Stupid. him back. Stupid. Shocked. So him. dumb. Okay, but okay, so that's go your ahead. own fault. What happens if on the first snap of the game Dak Prescott gets hurt? Put Jalen Hurts back in, but okay. What are you I, doing? He's sitting wait, on the wait. sideline in a in a sweatshirt. Can I be honest? So I would not say Jalen Hurts, but let me let me actually ask you guys this question. Dallas got me whiplash. No, no, no. I I, I think you're Carr trolling was me right now. But wait, if Dallas Goddard is seventy percent and he's a huge part, the tight end, a huge part of their offense, are you going to say, you know what? 
this is a huge game. I understand that this have, could affect your long-term health. I'm going to put you out there. I say, no way. You're, you're in a really tough spot here. Wait till everyone gets healthy, even if you have to lose. Be cautious with Dallas Goddard. Be cautious with Lane Johnson. Do not use all your resources, because you're probably going to lose this game anyway, and you do not want to come out of here with more injuries. You want to come out of here as healthy as this, possible. Hold on. Here's your schedule the rest of the way. At Dallas, a.k.a. the most important game of the season. At Seattle. That you then, think at Seattle, you you want to be healthy I'm for that game. Done. Giants, Arizona, Giants. Miss me with the load management. The last three games of your season, you're gonna load manage by by default because mm. you because Manny and I could beat the New York Giants right now. The Eagles always drop a game to the Giants. It's part of their DNA. They kick their ass in the playoffs. Jail, in the, they beat them by a million. It's Tommy DeVito out there. I mean, they're going to lose. Regardless. Like, Tommy Cutlets. This is a, the <laughs> Eagles are at a really precarious spot here. I mean, you saw it against the Niners. They are banged up. They're exhausted. They need to get their ship in order. It's, Honestly. It's like, just called you're in the tough part of your schedule. And yeah, you the persevere. schedule's been insane. But the other thing, too, is, I mean, they're hurt. They got to get healthy. And the Niners and the Ravens, the, who are clearly the best two teams right now, yeah, they're the best two teams, but this is a battle of who's going to be less injured. So I'm not placing any super huge bets on either of those teams. Let's see who's healthy in the playoffs. This is just a regular season. Let's see who's healthy in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. So the Eagles, if they if they throw out everybody here and they get destroyed, the, the Cowboys are going to be amped up beyond belief. I do not want to come out of this game with injuries. I, I don't even care what. major loser. And no, no. I, and to me, I don't. To me, if I was an Eagles fan, I wouldn't want to give the Cowboys any mental edge at all. This is no. a team that already has a lot of mental demons to try and deal with in terms of winning against the top teams, winning in the postseason. Why would you want to give them the edge of saying, you know what, we don't even, we, we don't, we think we're going to kill us. We think we have no chance. Your guys are so great. We, you know what? It's so bad that we have to just get rested up and hope that by the playoffs we'll actually be healthy. To but beat what's you guys. the wrap on the Cowboys? That they can win in the regular season, not win in the playoffs. Nobody's going to care. Yeah, the Cowboys can brag all they want about no, winning sur- a regular season game. No, it's but, meaningless. But show sur- me in the playoffs. You're surrendering to them. You're surrendering the fact I'm that I'm not you- surrendering. I'm just saying, like, this. be cautious about health. Don't push Goddard out there with a broken arm. Don't Wait, Hold on, Pearl. If you just said there's no way they're going to win this right. game anyway, you literally are surrendering. And also, this is, this is an important game for the division. You can rest against the Giants and the Cardinals. You want to talk about load management, fine. But let's take your specific example you're well, talking about doesn't apply here. Also, also, why would you want to play the Niners potentially earlier in this tournament? You know, we don't want to, but here's the, mo- the most important thing is health. It's way right. more important than your Which seed. Which is not guaranteed whether you play or whether you don't. Yes, and that's it, that, I disagree with that. You are not going to get hurt on the sideline. That's just not happening. And by the way, you could get hurt the next game. I beg to differ. You can get hurt on the sideline. That poor guy, uh, the poor sideline, uh, oh, yeah. the guy with the leg. chains. But oh, you guys, but it's like surgery. Poor it's guy. like you guys don't understand load management at all. What it means, like load management, means we're going to rest our stars so they're healthy for the playoffs. Because the Cowboys can win all the regular season games they want. They can they could go seventeen and zero. It is so meaningless. Because give me a Mike McCarthy in the playoffs and I feel okay. But it, I, no, the Eagles can beat them there, and that's all that matters. It's the only thing that matters. Whether they win this. Game or not means nothing. It's about the playoffs. We understand load management, but this game <laughs> is, is implications on the playoffs. This That's is not the game you're, you're, you're like This game is just like, oh, it's week two, and who cares? Like, this game could decide the division. So it does have implications because it determines who you're playing in the first round, who you're playing in the second round, whether you have a home field advantage in the first game. I swear, if they lose this game, Perloff, and then they go and they get 
upset by someone on the road and you say, well, we were on the road, who would have thought that the Superdome would have went crazy for the New Orleans Saints? Or they have to go play uh, a San Francisco in a second-round game and you say, well, you know, San Francisco was more healthy. Now next week they got a guy hurt. And if we played them in the conference championship, we would have won. Like, it, it removes so much but, of the situation. If, instead, if you just go out there and just play the game, beat these guys, and you win in division, you control your own destiny. Here's the worst-case scenario. The worst-case scenario is not that at all. Losing and having to go to San Francisco, that's not great. I would prefer not to do that as an Eagles fan. The worst-case scenario is that Jalen Hurts is, you know, basically a quarterback, if they really need to win a game, is going to run a lot. But you make yourself very vulnerable to injury. If he if he's really selling out to win this game and gets hurt and then we're going Marcus Mariota the rest of the season like last year, that would be terrible. And if Dallas Goddard gets out there and gets hurt, that's a disaster. Wait, like last year you went to the Super Bowl. What, what do you mean? But, he missed games, but you were so far ahead, he, and you had this lead that you could afford to lose some of those games at the end of the season when he went out. Like, you're in a... You're, well, here's going gonna, gonna to annoy you even more. I, I think the Eagles are going to lose this game. I mean, they're underdogs. It's not a hot take. Okay. But I still don't think the number one seed is out of out of touch at all, because they'll be 10-3. and three. I think that's the last loss on their schedule. So they're probably going to go into this playoffs at 14-3. and three. I think that's going to be good enough to get the number one seed, because I think Dallas drops a game. And I think San Francisco loses to Baltimore. But so you, therefore, they get the number one seed anyway. So I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not conceding the number one seed. I'm just saying this is a tough game anyway. So don't blow out your, all your resources. Don't say, Jalen Hurts, give 100%. And this is, it's not the playoffs. But Be saying, smart about the health. Be what smart. What you're saying, though, is not load management. Because you're saying, well, we can afford to lose this game. But you know what? We'll play hard for these games against these terrible teams. Guess what? That means Jalen Hurts has to go out there and take bullets against the Cardinals, against the Giants. And look, they're NFL players. Yeah, all it takes is one hit. No, all it takes is one hit to the knee. All it takes is one hit yeah. to the head. And all of a sudden, Jordan Hurts is going to a playoff game and he's not 100%. So it's not load management. You're saying you're going to surrender this game, particularly no, no. to get more healthy for down the stretch. Well, That's totally different. But here's the thing Jalen Hurts, if you rest him, he'd get his knee stronger and more healthy. He's less vulnerable to injury. That's a theory there. And I get, I know you they're think not. Marcus Mariota could beat the Giants. He probably could, but honestly, the injury is now. I, I, first of all, they're playing Jalen Hurts. This isn't even discussion. There's no way that's happening. But you got to rest him now. You got to get him healthy. He's got to. Yes, you can sit him against the Giants, but this is not a great spot to be running around on at eighty percent against Micah Parsons in that crew. Listen, I'm listening to Trevor Lawrence might be back after a week with a high ankle sprain. We got five weeks to go. If something happens catastrophic, it's catastrophic. If something happens where he gets dinged up in this game, you have weeks to get healthy. Weeks. Uh, Manny Rodriguez is doing updates for us today. Good morning, Manny. Good morning, you guys. How are you guys? <laughs> Manny, I didn't even know you did updates. I'm so yeah, excited about yeah, this. Yeah, I do it sometimes on the weekends. How about that? And Look at you can you share that. with the audience what uh, what hat you wear? <laughs> I am wearing a uh, throwback uh, maroon Phillies hat. Yeah, so you're a Phillies fan. Incorrect. Oh. Incorrect. Yeah. That couldn't be further this from the This is kids these days. Manny is a Yankee Giants fan, but now is representing... Knicks fan as well. Knicks, yeah. and now representing Philadelphia. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I thought you might relate to that because I actually know how to win in the postseason where Maggie and Jay's <laughs> team have oh, no idea how really? to win in the postseason. How many championships does the city of Philadelphia have over the past decade or so? They have one, 2017. Yeah, how many does New York have? I mean, wow, one well, less. Yeah. Well. <laughs> one less. Well, you want to go back a little bit further than a decade, <laughs> you can get the Giants in there. There you go. But Headlines, by the way, are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance, insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. 
The very prestigious in-season tournament had it, has its final four. Last night, the Bucks and the Lakers secured their ticket to Vegas, but there was controversy in L.A. where the aforementioned Lakers hosted the Suns. Kevin Durant made a layup with one uh, with 11.2 seconds left on the clock to make it a two-point deficit. Ensuing inbound, Austin Reeves loses the ball, but the referee said that LeBron James called a timeout behind the brouhaha for the loose ball. This causes the Suns to go up in arms, and I think with good reason, but who cares what I say. <laughs> Lakers, they keep possession. Suns are forced to foul. They foul Anthony Davis. He makes one free throw. Okay. Misses the other. Three-point deficit. Durant for the tie from about a mile away. Came up all air. The Lakers, Wait, they Manny, beat the Suns. Wait, don't we have a highlight of this? Yeah, here it comes. Oh, Hold great. on. <laughs> well, I got some audio clip about, uh, we didn't get the, we don't have the, uh. The audio clip of that actual play. But okay. I will tell you that the Lakers beat the Suns 106-103. Here's Devin Booker on that Lakers timeout. You know what happened, Dwayne. I know what you're trying to do. Um, the whole world's seen it. I just got off social media and other players around the league seen it. So um, it is what it is. You know, refs miss calls sometimes. But, you know, when they're a bit that obvious, you know, it, it's tough. Yeah, it's not a fan. <laughs> it's not a fan. They shouldn't have turned the ball over 22 times last night. Yeah, There's, that's a little bit of a problem. Uh, they also asked the crew chief, uh, Josh Tiven, in the pool report, the always famous pool report. Yeah. Uh, they asked him, why were the Lakers awarded a timeout when it appeared that they did not have possession of the ball? The reply was, during live play, the official felt that L.A. still had possession of the ball when LeBron James requested the timeout. Through post-game uh, video review and slow-motion replay, we did see that Austin Reeves had his left hand on the ball while it's pinned against his left leg, which does constitute control. Wait, Manny, this was like a really exciting thing that happened last night. How did you manage to make this the most boring thing on earth? Why are we reading the pool report? Because, I mean, there's always this conversation <laughs> about referees. I yeah. think the laziest take in sports <laughs> yeah. when referees, oh, all of a sudden because the Suns, they got, they got screwed over by the referees. They, that's how. That's why the Suns lost the game. That's right. Never the case. That's, no. What'd you just say? Twenty-two turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason why they lost the game. Also, though, I have. A, I hate these pool reports because the referees very rarely give you anything. It was like during the Chris Paul, uh, you know, uh, Scott Foster beef. They, you know, there was basically no explanation as to why Chris Paul and Scott Foster got into it, other than well. He was. He said too much, and I gave him technical foul. Wow. Why? Because he kept going. It's like, okay, well, clearly there's more to this. Here in this pool report, there's evidence suggesting that they're wrong. They're like, no, your eyes, your eyes don't deceive you. Uh, we, we, or they do deceive you. We're right, and that Austin Reeves actually had the ball, and they didn't call a timeout. Like the, the, the fact that they made does these pool reports, the last two minute reports. I just want them to be honest. Like, don't don't gaslight me. And here, this is more gaslighting from the play from the from the referees. Hey, so why did, did I'm sorry if I missed this? Why didn't they replay it? Why didn't they go to the TV monitor? I don't think they can because is that a rule? I think it's the replay. Listen, you. I think you could probably replay whatever you want, but it's for yeah. fouls out of bounds are challengeable. Because Vogel said that they should have gone to the replay, and I don't know. I don't understand. He can't the rule. challenge that though because it's not a foul and it's not out of bounds. It's not possession. Right, but it, okay. oh, it was possession, but it wasn't out of bounds. So in the last couple of minutes, is it's not it's not it's not like that at all. You still have to use your challenge to get. I feel like they replay stuff all the time without a challenge. I think that's why Vogel was and, ticked not, off. It's not really a call. It's just someone call. Like you know, it's not a referee decision. It's not. A, it's not a foul. It's not an out of bounds. It's not a. It's not a stoppage. It's a stoppage in play, but it's 
it's it's it's the referee's judgment really there, so you can't really review that. Wait, but you don't need to challenge to review in the NBA. The NBA officials can can review it on their own, right? Or they can get together certain things. Yeah, yeah in the last yeah. two minutes, out of bounds. But you, but like if it's a foul, for example, they would have to. You'd have to challenge that if you had a challenge. Uh, you guys spoke about the players enjoying the in-season tournament yeah. in that first segment. Here is Kevin Durant on the in-season tournament. I wasn't a huge fan of the in-season tournament when they were announcing it and coming up with the idea. But um, today, leading up to the game, like it felt like a playoff game. From it felt like a playoff game from just friends, family, fans, just so excited about it. Just the courts was different. Just the vibe around. Like last night was a great night for the game with those two two incredible games. That were on, you know, so it felt like a playoff game coming into it and like waking up this morning. So uh, I wasn't a huge fan, but now I'm, uh, I'm excited about the end season tournament. I'm pissed that we're not going to Vegas to try to win this thing, but um, it definitely made me a fan. You can add Kevin Durant to the list of players yeah. who like the IS. They called me a madman. Uh, Ruffle any more cases uh, around in that? Uh, yeah, you know, it's like, is there anvils dropping all around his <laughs> head? Get out of there, Kevin. Oh. Get out. It looks like the place is about to burn to the ground. Uh, okay. We got another one. Kevin Durant in what might be the world's longest soundbite that has ever been played on the history of this show. Kudos, Manny. <laughs> All right. What else we got, Manny? One, we got time for one more little one. Well, the Lakers, they beat the Suns 106-103. The Bucks they beat the Knicks 146-122. How about this? I'm sure uh, Andrew Bogus is very upset about this because Greg Weissert, Fordham legend, yeah. just like Mr. Uh, Bogus himself, has been traded to the Boston Red Sox along with Richard Fitz and Nicholas Juddis. In exchange for Alex Verdugo. Saw that. So how about that? The Yankees and the Red Sox yeah. making a trade for the first time. It's rare. Or for the, what, six times in past 50 years? I'll get that stat for you. Next one. On the ice, one of the <laughs> best teams. Best update man in the business. One of the, on the ice, one of the best teams in the NHL fell last night. The Rangers were toppled by the Ottawa Senators 6-2. to two, And our San Jose Sharks, 5-4 to four winners last night over the Islanders on Long Island. Question, Manny, where did San Jose Shark call home? Uh, we spoke about this. That would be, um, oh, oh man, uh-oh. I'm blanking. Oh, no. This is Manny's superpower that he can name every arena, like the actual, what's the name of it? Oh, the, the pressure of doing the updates has knocked him off his game. <laughs> yeah, that's, It's like that's the in-season actually. tournament for oh, Manny. It's like like pressure. A different, it's a different side of his brain that's the actual update You had it last skills. week. I, I did asked have, you this. Yeah, like two weeks ago when I was on. Yeah, you got, I, and hey, SAP Center. SAP. Oh, he got he it at the buzzer. Second save. Manny, fantastic job. Thank you so much. A lot more to do, including uh, a big update on one of the stories from yesterday. The fact that Trevor Lawrence might be getting back on the field wild. We'll get to that. We've got a lot of Aaron Rodgers sound for you today as well because he was on one yesterday on the Pat McAfee Show. Do not move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Do we have a poll question out here? In-season tournament? Okay, we're working on that. I think it's weird that people clown LeBron James because he's trying to win this thing, taking it seriously, because it's the in-season tournament and it's not the NBA title. Of course it's not. But why, why, does it, why is it a bad thing to care? Just because it's new and it's different, we're not all on board with it yet. He should still be trying to win it, shouldn't he? 
Uh, yeah, but it's just so much fun to clown LeBron James on little things like this. <laughs> just like, dude, stick to NFL analysis right now. You're you're 39 <laughs> years old. Stop kicking butt on the basketball court. Has he still been giving out his NFL picks? Actually, I don't stuff? know. He's been a little distracted by this in-season tournament. We don't get to see that LeBron, you know, what he likes the, the Cleveland Browns against the spread. James, our pal in Modesto, California, our big Raider fan. Hey, James, how are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Oh, good, good. It's a hump day, you know. Just out here, just uh, pounding the pavement. <laughs> Fantastic. You're going to go to Vegas for the in-season tournament? I know you like to go to the to watch your Raiders. Yeah, it's a little far for me. Uh, you know, I'm going to watch it, though, you know, for sure. You know, I'm a big sports guy, you know, so uh, I played all my life. I coach, and, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I'm into the sport thing. I see both sides of it. Uh, you know, I, I think it's exciting. You know, I think it's something extra for the guys to, you know, play for. Um, you know, it's nothing like – it's like kind of like in the hockey, you know, winning the President's Cup, you know. Yeah, right. It's, uh, it's great to do it, but, you know, it's nothing like the Stanley Cup, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it gives it – gives I see both sides. You know, I think it's great. It gives the guys added stuff. Uh, I think it adds a little flavor to it. Uh, you know, I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, you know, like I say, it's a little bit far for me to go. Yeah. Um, you know, it's nothing like a Raider game, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, few I'll things are, for James. Few things uh-huh. are like a Raider game. <laughs> appreciate you checking in. You got the Raiders. Interesting one coming up against the Vikings, and appreciate James checking in there. Because um, this, to me, for the Raiders is all about, can Antonio Pierce actually win this job, right? What? Uh... And the Vikings are... A good spot for them. They're a three-point favorite in this game, I believe. I, I think we overestimate interim coaches' abilities to win job. Like, we could get into this, but don't you feel like come January or whatever, when they're disqualified, that they'll just find someone new? Um, that That's a large majority of the situations end up in a new coach. Oh, I, I don't true. think AP's going to win that. But here's the... I wonder if it changes anything because Antonio Pierce is a former player of distinction. Right, like Rich Basaccia for yeah. the good job that he did. Not many people were familiar with him, a special teams coach, until he got that job, and now he's Basaccia, and, and now we know who mm. he is. Antonio Pierce is a really high profile, really as high a profile? Super Bowl champion. I don't know. I'm not sure he's that profile. Did he, how many Pro Bowls did he make? I he's got to make a few, but did, did he also he, worked on. He also worked at ESPN. I think a lot of people know him from that as well. Oh, really? I don't think he's quite big enough. Is he a multiple-time Pro Bowl player? I didn't realize. Yeah, I don't know if he was multi-time, but Antonio Pierce was a good player. He's a good player, but again, also, the the other thing is, what have they shown? They beat two New York teams. Like yep. They they haven't shown they can be a good team yet. If they win this, a couple of these games, you got Minnesota, Los Angeles, Kansas City, Indy, Denver. That does not feel like a lot of W's for the Raiders on there. Oh, I'm sorry. Minnesota is the three-point favorite on the road in this game. But listen, I think the fact that I know no moral victories... You kept it to a one-score game against Miami in Miami. I, I think that the Raiders are going to try and go big again. I don't know why, and uh, I think it would be maybe. a mistake. I feel like that's a franchise. That like would, a John Gruden level I mean, they, they they said no to Harbaugh right before. They basically, whatever happened with Harbaugh, he didn't end up there. Yeah, I, I do think that the Harbaugh energy is, like, basically everything that's happened with the Raiders, they got to start over, right? They need to get rid of Everything that's been there has to be gone. That's how I would view this team. So who are the big-time coaches who could actually fit that description? Harbaugh? Yeah. Bill Belichick? Yeah, I, I for mean, sure. I don't know if he's going to go to the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, that feels like a bad place to go because it's going to be hard to win quickly. But, yes, that's a great one. What that's other a- coaches are out there that, would, uh, that are I mean, like these all— Lincoln like, Riley's a big swing. 
I think that would be. Mm. I think that would be a disaster. The college coach thing is just is just a well Harbaugh, but it, Harbaugh but, had yeah, success Carl, in the NFL. I don't think it was a college coach because it was NFL success. Yeah. but like that's a whole different lane to me. I think there's going to be a big market for Eric Bieniemy. That would be a big name to bring in uh, the current Commanders coordinator. I think there are there are a lot of names. Uh, you could do a retread like the Broncos did with Sean Payton. Is there anyone out there who I, I don't know? I just feel like it's going to be better options than Antonio Pierce if you're looking at a guy with a resume. Yep. Because Antonio Pierce is new to head coaching. I think they're going to want somebody who has more proven success. I'll tell you what, Lincoln Riley would probably be a disaster there. I just do not I mean, see the, him. The league hired Cliff Kingsbury, who had a losing season before. <laughs> Lincoln Riley at least has been in the Final Four. <laughs> it's true. What happened to Kingsbury? Flamed out pretty fast. 855-212-4CBS. Now on Lincoln Riley's staff. 855-212-4227. Uh, okay, lots to do, including the four-time MVP calling out his own organization. That's something we don't hear every day. You'll hear it next.